0: This is the Relic Radio Show, old-time radio entertainment still standing the test of time from RelicRadio.com. Welcome back to the Relic Radio Show, 60 minutes of radio drama brought to you every Tuesday by um, our first story this week it comes from Big Town. It's their episode from January 11, 1949, titled Nightmare House. After that, it's Luke Slaughter of Tombstone, and the March 2nd, 1958 episode titled Tracks Out of Tombstone.
1: LifeWay HealthSo presents Big Town. Extra, extra all about Nightmare House. Tonight's Big Town Racket Exposé. Brought to you by Lifebuoy Health Soap, used in the homes of 40 million
2: Americans. Extra, extra.
1: Lifebuoy Health Soap presents Big Town, the headline stories of a great city dramatically reported by Steve Wilson, fighting editor whose creed is emblazoned on the masthead of the illustrated press. The power and the freedom of the press is a flaming sword that it may be a faithful servant of all the people,
3: use it justly, hold it high, guard it well.
1: Now, Steve Wilson's headline story of Nightmare House. This is not the story of an ancient mansion peopled by ghosts of the past. This is the story of Bill Barton, his wife Helen, and their new house in the suburbs of Big Town. Doggone it.
4: Oh, Bill. Huh? Oh, never mind, darling. You needn't have washed the dishes. I'm not that helpless. Oh, maybe not, honey, but you've got a lot of things to do. Yes, but I have all evening, and you'll be late for work if you don't hurry.
3: Oh, I'm almost done with what's left of these dishes. I would be, except the darn water's almost cold. Oh,
4: it's the heater, Bill. It's no good.
3: Yeah, like the whole plumbing system, the foundation, roof, and floors. We've been had, Helen. Yes,
4: and so has everyone else on Honeymoon Hill.
3: Honeymoon Hill. What a name. Nightmare Hill would be better.
4: But it could be a lovely house, Bill. We could only make Cain live up to his contract.
3: (laughs) That chance of that.
4: Have you talked to
3: him? Yes, till I'm blue in the face. And so have the other owners. All we get is excuses, promises. And we're all through talking. What are you going to do? We're getting together. We're going to refuse to make any more payments until Cain finishes these houses according to contract. Copper pipe, waterproof cellars, put in standard appliances.
4: And supply doors.
3: Helen, do you realize that except for the storage room in the cellar, there isn't one inside door to any room in this or any other house on Honeymoon oh, Hill? please,
4: Bill, don't work yourself up, oh. so. I know it's bad, but at least we have a roof over our heads.
3: Yeah, that leaks. Honeymoon Hill. O'Kane well, is going to find out the honeymoon is over Somebody when... do at the back door, Bill. You stay put on that stool. I'll see who it
4: is. All right. But you worry too much. The baby isn't due for a month, and I feel
3: fine. <laughs> you stay there and keep on feeling fine. Hello, Barton. Oh, good evening. I'm Parker, Kane's new agent. Parker? Yeah. Uh, mind if I come in? I want to talk to you. Evening,
5: Mrs. Barton. Good evening.
3: New agent for Kane, huh? Well, I hope you'll do more about our complaints than the last one. That's what I'm here to talk to you about. We're all through talking to Kane. So I here? I understand you've got the folks up here on the hill together. That's right. And you're talking about not meeting your next payments on these houses. If you want to call them houses. And it's more than just talk. Now, look, Barton, this is serious business. You're telling me. You can lose this place and every cent you've sunk into it. Not if we stick together and fight for our rights. That's the point. Most of the folks up here won't stick with you. Just a few sawheads. That's what you think. Look, Barton, you're the leader of this movement. You started this, you can stop it. I'll stop it when Kane lives up to his contract with us. Now, uh, look, suppose we take care of you. Me? I'll fix up your place. Look, Parker, are you trying to buy me off? No, we'll just take care of your place first. Oh, and the rest of the folks around here can wait until the cows come home, is that it? What do you care as long as you get what you want? Get out of here. You're a dirtier rat than the last one Kane sent up here. Now, get out before I throw Bill, you out.
4: Bill, Bill, don't, don't lose your hand. Keep B- out
3: of this, Helen. I'll settle with this rat. Get smart, Barton. Listen to your wife or you'll lose your house. I'll risk that before I'll sell out my neighbors. Now, get out of here. They'll sell you out. I said get out of here. You'll be foreclosed in a month, you dope. You're dope, am I? Get out. Hey. I'll tell Cain before we're through. he wow. Bill, put him in jail. Yeah.
4: Oh, Bill, you shouldn't have done that. They can make trouble.
3: Trouble. We've had nothing but trouble since we moved in. Now I'm going to make some trouble for Cain. We can't fight this thing alone. But
4: what can you do, Bill?
3: I'm telling the whole rotten story to a newspaper that fights our kind of fight. The Big Town Illustrated Press.
6: Steve, could you spare a minute?
3: Sure thing, Laura. Come in.
6: Morning, Mr. Barton. Thanks, Miss Gilman. Steve, this is Bill Barton, and he has something on a rotten racket that I think you should hear about.
3: Hello, Bill. Sit down. Let's have it. Well, I, I uh, haven't much time, Mr. Wilson. I work nights, and I'm late for my job, but a bunch of my neighbors need your kind of help.
6: It's one of the infinite variations of the housing racket, Steve.
3: Oh, the housing racket. That again. Oh, I know it's an old story, Mr. Wilson. I know it isn't news, headline stuff. It may not be headline stuff, Bill, but it is news and important news as long as the housing shortage exists. I'm not the only one involved in this. There are about 20 families on Honeymoon Hill, and we've all been taken. Honeymoon Hill?
6: It's a development owned by a man named Kane, Steve.
3: What's the main trouble, Bill? Well, Kane let us move in before the houses were finished and hasn't lived up to his contracts. Now, that's an old dodge. Are you a veteran? No, sir, but... Ambulance corps driver overseas. Kane financed the whole deal and made sure he didn't sell to vets. Another dodge to avoid the protection given ex servicemen by the Veterans Administration. What's the immediate trouble, Bill? We've got together, threatened to withhold our next payments until Kane lives up to his contract. Now, wait a minute. Are you acting on advice of a lawyer? No, but we're going to hire one. Good, you've got to fight this thing by legal means, Bill. Well, we intend to, but Kane isn't playing it that way. Are you the head of the group? Sort of. Has Kane threatened you? Yes, with eviction. But first, Parker, his new agent, tried to bribe me. Bribe you? Yeah. Offered to fix up my place if I'd keep my mouth shut. And sell out your neighbors. Yeah. I kicked them out of the house. My wife is... Well, we're expecting a baby, and it upset her. I had to leave her alone. I'm worried. Naturally, Bill. Will you print the story? Will you give us a little publicity? Maybe it'll scare Kane into living up to his contract. Of course we will, Bill, but Kane's type of operator doesn't care what's said about them once they have their hooks in a victim. Yes, it's going to be trouble. That agent of Kane's is a rat. I wish Helen wasn't out there alone. Don't worry. She isn't going to be alone, Bill. But I work nights. I can't lay off and stay with her. We need the money to make our payments if we lose this fight with Kane. You're not going to lose this fight or your home, Bill. Where do you work? At the Big Town Electric Plant on the West Side, and I, I'm late now. All right, come along. You can give us the rest of the facts we need on the way to your job. Let's go, Lala.
6: I'm ready, Steve. What are you going to do,
3: Mr. Wilson? We're going to have a heart to heart talk with your predatory Mr. Kane. Hey, look, Kane, what's the matter, Parker? You got trouble. Plenty of trouble. Sure, that's why I hired you, Parker. You said you was good at handling trouble, so handle it. I'll handle it, but I got to know a few things first. Such as what? Are you covered if anything should just happen to happen to one of those cracker boxes up on the hill? You mean insured? Yeah. Yeah, but wait a minute, Parker. Never mind. You hired me to handle those suckers, keep them in line, collect the installments. Yeah, but listen... Don't butt me around, Kane. I don't like being crossed. Now, there's only one guy going to give us any real trouble. Who do you mean? Bill Barton? That's right. He's lining up the others. The rest are sheep, but they'll follow him if we don't get rid of him. Okay. Foreclose on Barton if he don't pay up tomorrow. Ah, that'll take time. We got to get him out of there before he organizes that bunch and they get a lawyer. Oh, yeah. That'll cost me 2000 a unit to live up to those contracts. Yeah. $40,000. bucks. that would break me. That's why you hired me. But this is going to cost you a bonus. A big bonus. Uh, how much? Five thousand. Five thousand? Yeah, five thousand if I get rid of Barton and bust up the organized squawk. Now, wait a minute. I ain't risking any rough stuff. There ain't going to be any rough stuff. Nobody's going to get hurt. Except one of them so-called houses. And the way I'm going to handle it will cover up a lot of your crooked building shenanigans. Uh, what are you... What are you going to do? (laughs) I ain't sure you ought to know. You're my agent. I'm responsible for your acts. Yeah. I wanted to be sure you knew that. I'll keep your mouth shut when it happens. Uh, What's going to happen? There's going to be a fire up on the hill. A fire? Yeah. Starting in Bill Barton's basement. Accident. Wait a minute. Barton's wife ain't well. She might get trapped in that house. Relax, I'll make sure she gets out of that cracker box. Maybe I'll even rescue her myself and earn Barton's gratitude. You better make sure of that, Parker. Don't worry, Kane. I don't mind a little arson, but I ain't mixing myself in a murder for five thousand bucks if I can help it. All right. Uh, when are you when are you gonna pull it? There's no time like the present, Kane. I'm going to pull it tonight.
1: Thus unaware that dangerous complications are in the making, Steve and Lorelei head for the suburbs to help Bill Barton. You know, some people think all soaps are the same. Not me. I always felt that Boy Health Soap got me cleaner somehow. And now I know I'm right. Because doctors have actually proved it in 820 scientific tests. Yes, after comparing the effects of daily baths with different soaps, these doctors made this amazing statement. Actually, you're cleaner, safer from B.O. when you bathe daily with Lifebuoy than when you bathe with any other leading soap. Startling, isn't it? Well, here's the explanation. Lifebuoy does more than just remove the grime and perspiration you can see. Lifebuoy is more effective than any other leading soap against the invisible dirt that can form a foothold for BO. Life Boy gets you even cleaner than the eye can see. After 820 scientific tests, these doctors say that Lifeboy's purifying ingredient makes the difference. And this same purifying ingredient actually makes Life Boy milder, safe even for a baby's tender skin. So enjoy a refreshing Life Boy bath every day. You'll like Lifeboy's creamy rich lather, its wonderful mildness. Get life, boy, right away. Now back to big town and tonight's story of Nightmare House. Learning that a group of new homeowners are having trouble with the owner, Steve and Lorelai are driving to the suburbs in the cab of Harry the Loquacious Hacky. Shape wash.
5: Miss Kelpine...
6: Say it, Harry, but we hope we won't need the assistance of your trusty monkey wrench on this assignment.
5: Yeah, that is what you always hope, but you cannot always sometimes tell. So the offer stands as per usual.
3: Thanks, Harry. Hold the double negatives of doubt until we see if we can't get some positive results with a few well-chosen words of warning.
6: You better have those words ready, Steve. We just passed a sign saying Honeymoon Hill Development, one mile. Uh,
5: you want me to drive right up to this here now, Honeymoon Hill, boss? Oh, Harry,
3: Bill Barton said Kane's office is at the entrance on the highway. Stop there if you see a light.
6: Oh, so you're going to beard the lion in his den, huh, Steve?
3: Let's call it meeting the jackal in his lair, Laura and I. Hey,
6: come to it, boss. That
5: sign you said your dream house is waiting on Honeymoon Hill, tying right 500 feet. And this is it.
6: Oh, there's the office, Steve.
3: And uh, no, there's a light on. I'll get out here, Harry.
5: Hi, uh, Jack,
6: boy. Oh, you want me to go stay with Helen Barton until you come up, Steve?
3: Yes, Laura and I, but first see if you can get a few of their neighbors to meet at Barton's house. In half an hour.
6: Okay, I'll do my best. What's your plan, Steve?
3: To get Kane up there for a showdown, and there'll be strength in numbers.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, get going, Harry. Check.
6: I uh, will meet you at Bill Barton's house, Steve.
3: Uh-huh. Let's see what Mister Kane has to say for himself. Someone is burning the midnight oil. I wonder why. Yes, yes. Who is it? Come in. Thank you. Is you, Mr. Kane?
7: Yeah? Yeah, I am. What can I do for you?
3: Nothing for me, Mr. Kane. But perhaps a great deal for yourself and the people who bought your houses up on Honeymoon Hill. What do you mean? Who are you? What are you selling? Selling? Just ideas, Mr. Kane. Oh, an architect, huh? Well, I'm sorry I make my own plans. have ideas of my own. Yes, so I hear. What have you heard? Who are you? I'm Steve Wilson of the Big Town Illustrated Press. Oh, from the press. I'm sorry I'm not buying any ads right now. All my houses are sold. And, of course, when I start another development... Quit ducking the obvious, Kane. We don't come miles out of Big Town to solicit ads in the middle of the night. Well, uh... Well, who are you, and what do you want out here, then? I'm Steve Wilson, managing editor of the press. Editor? Yes. And I want your side of the story that you failed to live up to your contracts with the purchases of your houses on Honeymoon Hill. Who told you that? That isn't important. I want to know if it's true before I publish the story. And I'm arranging a meeting at the home of the owners. A meeting? Yes, where you'll have a chance to answer the charges. If you can. Oh. Well, where is this meeting going to be? At the home of Bill Barton in uh, about 20 minutes. At Barton? 20 minutes, sir. Huh? Yes, uh, So what's the matter with you? Why should that be important? Well, nothing, nothing. I I just remembered I've got an appointment. I I can't go with you. Wait a minute, Kane. The appointment you just remembered can't be as important as this one. Let let go of me, Wilson. I've got to meet somebody. Not so fast, Kane. That somebody wouldn't be Parker, your new agent, would it? That's none of your business. I'm making it my business. Parker threatened Bill Barton this evening... Where is he? I
5: don't know. Let go of me. Where is he, Kane?
3: I want him at that meeting. He's your agent, and you're responsible for his acts. I'm not. I don't know what he's going to do to the Button House. Do to the Button House? What are you talking about? What's oh. going to happen? What do you know? Talk. I don't know. Go. Drop that inkstand, Kane. Be alone. That'll hold you, Wilson. Now I've got to find Parker i got to stop him from setting that fire, or he'll send us both to jail.
4: Oh, boy, baby, in the treetops. Be silly, it's too soon for that. Besides, there won't be any treetops. Mr. Kane didn't plant the maple and thought... Well, that noise was in the cellar, I guess... The lid must have fallen off the ash can. Uh, Maybe Mrs. Thompson's cat's gotten in the cellar again. I'd better go see, let the poor thing out. I hope this light switch works. Nothing else does. Huh? it does. I'd better be careful of these deep stairs. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. Here, kitty. Are you down here in the cellar, kitty? Oh, so you're in the coal bin. Come out of there, Kitty. Come on out, Earl. Come here. <gasps> Mr. Parker. What are you doing here?
3: Shut up, you little fool. Oh,
4: I'll go. I'll...
3: Shut up, you... Ow,
4: oh, try to bite me. You... <gasps> <gasps> what are you doing here? I have you crumpled all those newspapers. Never mind. Fire. Fire. You're going to start a fire?
2: Yes. Oh, uh, help. Uh... help. oh! she <laughs> She's passed out.
3: Fainted. Now I gotta go through with it. I can't let her talk. Gotta keep her here. Yeah, this storage room will do it. Good thing Kane put a door on it.
5: I'll leave her in there. Nobody will know she wasn't caught upstairs when this dump goes up in smoke. <laughs> Six homeowners we found awake, and they'll be down at a Barton place in a few minutes. Uh, should we try for some more?
6: No, Harry, I think that'll be enough to suit Steve's plan, and we better go tell Mrs. Barton she's going to be host to a community protest meeting.
5: Yeah, she'll be kind of surprised. Uh, wh- which place is it? It's
6: the last house on this street. Uh, You better slow down, Harry.
5: Yeah, some street. Bet you will go down to the axles and mud if it rains.
6: Yes, another of Kane's unhonored commitments. Oh, that must be the house—the white one, pulling the drive. Harry, yeah,
5: right by the kitchen door, Miss Kelpin. And she must be home and up. There's lights burning all over the house.
6: Oh, I don't blame her. All alone up here in the hill, a hundred yards to the nearest neighbor. Uh, I'll knock on the kitchen door.
5: The shades are up, but I don't see nobody.
6: No. I'll try again. Maybe she's in the bedroom on the other side of the house.
5: Yeah, maybe. Huh? Hey, Miss Kilpine, huh? look at our little window down there next to the ground.
6: Good heavens. There's a light in the cellar, too.
5: Maybe she's down there fixing the finest. Oh,
6: golly, Harry, she's not well. She may have gone down there and fainted. Look, I'm going to try to get in. This door is locked.
5: Well, maybe there's an outside door to the cellar, Miss Kilpine.
6: Uh, it should be on... This side. Yeah, and
5: folks hardly ever remember to keep them locked. Maybe we can get in that way. Uh,
6: right? there it is, Harry, down those steps. Well,
5: leave me go first, Miss Cup. Why not try the door?
6: Okay. Is it locked, Harry?
5: No, it's just stuck, I think.
6: Well, try it, Harry. Try to force it. I'm worried.
5: Yeah, something's screwy. Yeah. Hey. The lights are out down here.
6: Oh, they were on. A minute ago when we came down the steps. Harry, look
2: out!
3: Oh,
2: oh. Harry!
3: Come here, you nosy oh, dame. Me. Harry! Come on, come on. No. Get in there with that button, woman. Now I really gotta get out this thing done. I, mean, I gotta get out of here. Parker! Parker, wait! Wait! O'Kane! No, don't, 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 stop! Don't set a fire. Too late. Get out of here, Kane. That fool barking woman caught me down here. That doesn't matter. Stop it. Everything's gone wrong. I'll say it has. Another dame and a hack driver showed up, I had to hit the guy with his shovel. He's laying over there. I think I busted his skull. That doesn't matter. You can't set the fire now. Why not? A newspaper guy by the name of Wilson came to my office. He's called a meeting. The owners are all coming here in a few minutes. So what? I hit him with an inkstand. I knocked him out so I could get here and warn you. Too late. I got a prison record. We got to cover this thing, and a fire will do it. No, no. We'll both get sent up for arson. Arson? I've been tagged for arson before, and I'm talking about murder. Murder? Yes, murder. That hacky over there on the floor. I'll burn for it if the Barton dame and the other woman talk. Where are they? What have you done to them? Nothing but lock them in that storage closet over there. But they ain't going to talk me into the chair. What have you got in that bucket, Parker? Gasoline. Gasoline. Yeah, I'll make a torch out of this dump and nothing flat. Get out of here unless you want to stay here from now on. No, no. You're not mixing me up in more murder to save your own hide. Put down that coal shovel, Kane. You put down that bucket of gasoline. All right. Now, you put down that shovel. Drop it. A gun. What are you doing carrying a gun? I got the habit from working for dirty crooks like you. Drop that shovel or I'll drop you. No, no, no. Listen, Parker, listen. You fool, you fool. We gotta pull it off. Now you're gonna stay here with those dames and take the rap for this fire, paper, and gas. This'll do it. Give me the time to get away from here. No, it won't. Parker. Who are you? I'm the newspaper guy, your partner in crime, knocked out with an inkstand, but fortunately he only stunned me. Well, keep away from me or I'll do more and stun you with the rest of the slugs in this gun. All right. I'll keep away from you. If you'll keep away from that bucket of gasoline. Sure, sure, I'll keep away from it, you nosy newsy. That's easy, because you're going to pick up that bucket of gas and throw it on that pile of newspapers. You murderous swine. Shut up. Pick up that bucket of gasoline.
5: Pick it up.
1: Thus, Steve Wilson is faced with a deadly dilemma. In a moment, we'll come to the exciting climax of tonight's story brought to you by Lifebuoy Health Soap. I'm going to say something you may find startling. But doctors have proved it. Life Boy with its purifying ingredient, gets skin cleaner. Stops BO as no other leading soap can. Yes, after comparing the effects of daily baths with different soaps, these doctors made this amazing statement. Actually, you're cleaner, safer from BO when you bathe daily with Life Boy than when you bathe with any other leading soap. It's Lifeboy's purifying ingredient that makes the difference. And remember... This purifying ingredient actually makes Life Boy milder, safe even for a baby's tender skin. So bathe with Life Boy every day. Ask for Life Boy in the big new bath size. It's generous, luxurious. Get the new bath size Life Boy. Now back to Big Town and Steve Wilson as he faces a desperate killer in tonight's Racket Exposé headlined Nightmare House.
3: Pick up that bucket of gasoline, Wilson. I told you, pick it up. Wait a minute,
1: Parker. Think it over before you go
3: through with setting fire to this house. What have I got to think over? You haven't killed Harry, my hack driver. How do you know? I just saw him move and groan. So what? I had to nail Kane with this gun. I'm primed for the chair, no matter what I do from now on. You might get away with life. Even a self-defense plea because Cain tried to hit you with that coal shovel. I'm not going back to the pen for life. I'm getting clean away. Pick up that bucket of gas. All right, Parker. But won't it give you nightmares for the rest of your life to know that you burned two girls to death locked in that closet over there, helpless? And a third person is yet unborn. Shut up. They got themselves to blame. Shut up. Throw the gas on that pile of newspapers. All right, I guess there's no use arguing with a madman. Shut up and throw that gas. Very well. Here it comes on you. Why, you dirty... Stop firing that gun, you fool. You're drenched with gasoline. Don't fire that gun again. The powder flash will turn you into a torch. Drop the gun.
5: Drop it. Or I'll have to break your arm. Drop it.
3: Good. And now just to make you wait for the police. police. All right, you swine. Stay there on the floor. Just a minute, Lorelei. I'll get this door unbolted get you out of here.
6: Oh, gee, we could hear it all. Wow, I thought we were really done. And so for. did I.
3: Until Parker made me pick up that bucket of gas. How's Mrs. Barton?
6: She fainted when Parker shoved her in here, but I think she's all right. Help me to get her up to you. Poor oh, girl.
3: What a time to have something like this happen
6: to her. Oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. Oh, she's coming out of it, city.
3: Yes, she'll be all right in a few minutes.
6: Oh, Bill. Our baby. Our home. Our baby? Right. All right, Mrs. Barton. your home and your baby are safe.
3: Yes, Mrs. Barton. There won't be any more trouble. We'll take you upstairs in a moment, and you can phone your husband. Everything is settled.
4: Settled? Settled?
3: Yes. Parker's <gasps> gun has arranged that Honeymoon Hill will be under new management. And we'll see that you and your neighbors get to live in a place that is just that. In more than name only.
6: Boss. Boss. Well, Harry! Oh, Mary. thank heavens, you're oh. all right, too. How's your head? Uh oh,
5: you mean this straw and noggin I got between my ears?
3: Yes. How are you, Harry? Oh,
5: swell elegant, boss, I think. Except it looks like I missed an awful lot of excitement.
3: Yes, Harry. But it's the kind of
1: excitement we can all afford to miss. <laughs> And so ended, happily for the homeowners of Honeymoon Hill, with the death of Kane, the arrest and conviction of Parker, and a new era under new management, another exciting adventure in the newspaper career of Steve Wilson and Lorelei of the Big Town Illustrated Press.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Steve Wilson. You'll hear about next week's Big Town story in just a moment. Now, here is Hugh James with a brief but important message for every one of you.
1: Doctors have proved it. Life with its purifying ingredient gets skin cleaner. Stops BO as no other leading soap can. Yes, you're cleaner, safer from BO when you bathe daily with Life than when you bathe with any other leading soap. Ask for Life Health Soap. Next week, the makers of Life Boy bring you a hard-hitting story of juvenile delinquency leading to gunplay and murder, and headline, A Date with Death. Another exciting assignment in the newspaper career of fighting Steve Wilson of Big Town. Don't miss it. In tonight's dramatization, all names, times, and places are fictional, and any similarity to other names and places is purely coincidental. Big Town features Edward Pawley as Steve Wilson, Fran Carlin as Lorelei Kilbourne, and was written and produced by Jerry McGill. Next Tuesday night, same time, same station, you'll hear the newsboy calling.
5: Extra, extra, hero all about it. The story of Steve
1: Wilson and a date with death. Brought to you by Light Boy Health Soap, another fine lever product. Extra extra. New Rinso with Solium puts sunshine on your wash. Yes, rain or shine, new Rinso gives your wash an amazing new brilliance. You can dry your wash anywhere, and white clothes will turn out not just whiter, but whiter than new, and washable colors even brighter than brand new. It's because new Rinso contains the scientific sunlight ingredient, Solium. New Rinso is so safe for clothes, so kind to hands. Today, more women use Rinso than any other wash day soap in the world. Only New Rinzo contains sodium. Be sure to be with us next Tuesday at the same time when Lever Brothers Company will again present Big Town. This is your narrator, Hugh James, bidding you good night. <laughs>
8: This is NBC, the National
1: Broadcasting Company.
9: Slaughter's my name. Luke Slaughter. Cattle's my business. It's a tough business. It's big business. I got a big stake in it. And there's no man west of the Rio Grande big enough to take it from me.
8: Luke Slaughter of Tombstone. Luke Slaughter of Tombstone. Civil War cavalryman turned Arizona cattleman. Across the territory, from Yuma to Fort Defiance, from Flagstaff to the Huachucas, and below the border through Chihuahua and Sonora, his name was respected or feared, depending on which side of the law you were on. Man of vision, man of legend, Luke Slaughter of Tombstone. <laughs>
2: Ten pounds of dust this last couple of weeks.
9: Won't be much longer, Jim. With luck, we'll be in Tombstone day after tomorrow.
2: Won't be none too soon for me. Once I get out of this saddle, I'm going to stay out of it a while.
9: you never been to Tombstone, Jim. couple of things you ought to know.
2: Such as what?
9: It'll be a pretty wild town. Ah, they got some peaceful law-abiding citizens there, all right. They've also got some of the toughest drifters in the world.
2: Gunslingers?
9: Yeah. So remember, you keep that itchy trigger finger of yours under control.
2: Don't you worry none about me. Hold it. <laughs> What's the matter?
9: little smoke coming out of that brush over there. Jim, keep the herd headed straight. Come on, Wichita. Let's take a look.
10: Right. Could be a campfire. Yeah. This is... Indian country around here, ain't it, Slaughter?
9: Indian country, bandit country, rustler country, you name it.
10: Uh, Well, as soon as we get up to the edge of the wash here, we... Yeah, there it is. Little campfire down near that clump of Ocotillo.
9: Uh, The fire's out, but it's still smoking.
10: No sign of life around.
9: You reckon... Hold it. Uh... Movement. Back there in the mesquite.
11: All right. Come on out of there. Come out. I'm coming. Don't you shoot now. Who are you? My name's Ralston.
10: He's got a leg wound, Slaughter.
9: What are you doing here?
11: You a marshal? No. I got into a scrape in Tombstone. I had to get out.
10: With a souvenir on your leg, huh mm-hmm.
11: It's not bad, but it slows me down. My horse got away from me last night, and I couldn't catch it. I had a hole up here. What
9: kind of scrape were you in? I didn't do nothing wrong, mister. I'm innocent. I didn't ask you about that. I asked what kind of scrape. Slaughter. Yeah, I see them. Two of them. Rifles across their saddles.
10: You think this fellow was a decoy to get us into a trap? No, no, that's not true. One of them's wearing a badge.
9: Yeah seen him before taggart sheriff from tombstone
7: all right ralston just hold it right where you are don't try nothing that bad leg of his sheriff i doubt he's gonna try much with fugitives i don't take no chances stranger thanks for rounding him up for me he's a fugitive huh he sure is my name's taggart i'm the sheriff of tombstone it's my deputy blackwell been trailing ralston for two days now what's the charge Payroll robbery. That's a lie. You
11: keep your mouth shut, Ralston. Everybody in Tombstone knows you did it. Easy,
7: Blackwell. He ain't gonna make no trouble. We'll see to that.
9: Payroll robbery, you eh? say?
7: Yeah, one of the mines. He was supposed to be guarding it. Instead, he took off with it.
9: You got any witnesses?
7: We got plenty of evidence.
9: I asked you if you had any witnesses.
7: What business is it of yours?
9: Just a minute, Blackwell. I'm talking to Tigert.
7: Who are you, stranger? Luke Slaughter. Lord. Uh, I heard of you. Supposed to be pretty fast with a gun, ain't you?
9: It's a matter of opinion.
10: Yes, me, it's more an opinion.
9: I didn't ask you, Wichita. Oh. You got a warrant for Ralston's arrest, Taggart. Well
7: there's no time to get a warrant.
9: That's funny. Last I heard there was a judge right there in Tombstone. Wouldn't have taken you very long. How about you busting right across the border without any papers or anything? Slaughter,
7: you got a bad habit of being insulted. That's a habit I'm gonna break.
9: Now? Let's take him, Taggart.
10: Can you take both of us, Blackwell?
7: (laughs) We got the drop on you, Slaughter.
9: That's a matter of opinion, too, Taggart. Meaning what? Those rifles of yours are pretty clumsy at close quarters. I don't think you got the drop on me at all. Let's find out. I'm here to
7: take my prisoner back to Tombstone. Not
9: without a warrant.
7: Well, now, you ain't going to Don't move that rifle unless you're going to use it. You got a herd out there, Slaughter. You heading for Tombstone? That's right. I'll see you in Tombstone. It's fine with me. Come on, Blackwell.
9: Thanks, Slaughter. Thanks a lot. Get Ralston up behind you, Wichita. Let's get back to the herd. By sunset, two days later, we were in Tombstone. We herded the cattle into the pens, then we went to the Crystal Palace to collect our money from the cattle buyer, Ezra
11: Canfield. Well, I've checked them cattle over, Slaughter. He's in good condition, considering the distance you brought them. Here's your money. Count it, time? Right. What are your plans now, Slaughter? Heading right back to Mexico.
9: pick up another herd.
11: Good. We got a lot of hungry miners here in Tombstone. Need all the beef we can get. Now, don't tell me we got to leave right away, Slaughter. I want
2: to see the sights around here.
9: Tombstone's not a very good town for you to be wandering around loose
2: in, Jim. I promise you I won't get in no trouble, Slaughter. I, I just want to do a little living for a change. Money's all here. All right. Jim,
9: take it back to the hotel room. Sit on it.
2: But what about seeing the sights?
9: We'll talk about that later.
11: I'll get moving.
2: All right, dog.
11: <laughs> Sounds like you sure spoiled his evening, Slaughter. Well, I think we can
9: arrange for him to get a couple of breaths of night air around here before we take off.
10: Taggart just come in. I see him. Well,
7: Canfield,
10: look like you ain't
7: too particular who you do business with.
11: There's nothing wrong with them cattle he sold me, Sheriff. I checked them myself. That
7: ain't what I meant. I'm talking about Slaughter here obstructing justice, refusing to turn over a fugitive to me. Where are you hiding Ralston now, Slaughter?
9: You ought to know. You're the sheriff.
7: (laughs) What's that signify?
9: I had a little talk with Ralston on the trail... All he wanted was to be sure of getting back here in one piece to stand a fair trial. Turned himself into your night guard at the jail.
7: You're bluffing. Well,
9: that'll be an easy bluff to call. Why don't you go find out?
11: I aim to. Uh, he's a pretty poor excuse for a sheriff's slaughter, but he's all we got. Well, what do you expect? Who'd want the job? Tombstone's a rough town. Not too rough for the right man. I think you could be the right man, Slaughter. Me. Yeah. There are a lot of us around here who'd like to see law and order established once and for all, Slaughter. And we know about you. We know you can handle the worst of 'em.
10: You know, that might not be such a bad idea, if you ask me.
9: Nobody did, Wichita.
10: Oh.
9: I'm sorry, Canfield.
11: My business is cattle, not law enforcement. In tombstone, law enforcement's
10: everybody's business.
11: No? Yeah. Think it over, Slaughter.
10: If you was to take the job, Slaughter, I'll bet Jim would be glad to be your deputy.
9: Yeah, that's all I'd need around here. He'd probably start more fights than he'd stop. Come on.
10: Slaughter, I wonder about you sometimes. I wonder if you wasn't already a lawman once.
9: (laughs) I wonder about you too, Wichita. I wonder if you were born with that big nose of yours or did you grow it later? (laughs) (laughs)
10: I <laughs> had it as long as I can remember. But hey, it's raining. I didn't know it ever rained in Tombstone.
9: It isn't very heavy. Won't last long. Slaughter. What is it, Taggart?
7: What kind of play is this? I don't know what you're talking about. Ralston is what I'm talking about. I told you. Ralston turned himself in. Yeah, well, he ain't in the jail now. That cell door is wide open. What? And what's more, my night guard's been pestle whipped Looks like Ralston had a friend help him to break out. You wouldn't know who that'd be, would you? No, I wouldn't. Hey, Sheriff. A horse has been stolen from Wilkie's livery stable. That's proudly how Ralston made his getaway. Looks like I got you to think. thank for this, Slaughter. Think so? Yeah. If I handled things my own way, this wouldn't have happened. Next time you cross me is going to be the last time. Don't be
9: too sure of that, Taggart. he. <laughs>
10: You know, Slaughter, you got a natural talent for making enemies.
9: A man like Taggart, it isn't hard. (laughs) Come on, let's get back to the hotel.
10: I still don't get it, Slaughter. Why would Ralston have gave himself up and then busted out of jail?
9: Some men you never know about till they make a move. Ralston didn't do it alone. He had to have a friend.
10: Maybe his friend convinced him he wouldn't get a fair trial. Maybe. Anyway, he. Slaughtered. Look, Jim, on the floor.
9: He's been slugged. He's out cold.
10: Wait a minute. The cattle money.
9: Yeah, it's gone.
8: In a moment, Luke Slaughter of Tombstone returns. Whenever significant events take place, you can count on CBS News to bring you first-hand and well-detailed descriptions of what is happening, often broadcast right from the scene of the event. You can count on CBS Newsmen, too, to make certain that fact is emphasized and conjecture clearly labeled. Each correspondent on staff brings a fine background in reporting to his job. And in the tradition of the CBS Newsroom, they all share an uncompromising respect for the truth. So why don't you let CBS News keep you as fully informed as an expert? And now Act Two of William N. Robson's production of Luke Slaughter of Tombstone. <laughs>
9: Jim. Jim, come on, boy. That's it, boy. Come on, come out of it.
2: You all right, Jim? Oh, I, I, I guess so.
9: What happened, Jim? I,
2: I don't rightly know, Slaughter. I heard a noise. It sounded like it came come from outside the window on the balcony.
9: Yeah?
2: I went over and stuck my head out to look. Something awful hard hit me on the side of the head. I went down... And then somebody climbed through the window into the room. I tried to get to my feet, and he hit me again. That's the last I remember.
9: You get a good look at him, Jim?
2: No, he... His hat was pulled down low, and he had a bandana over his face. Was it Ralston? I don't know. (laughs) He, He took the cattle money, didn't he? Yeah. Fine guard I turned out to be.
9: Yeah. It's too late to worry about that. <laughs> Just be glad you have a hard head. Slaughter. Yeah.
10: It was Ralston. How do you figure? Remember that ring he wore? Mexican work, looked like. What about it? Had a green stone set in it, carved like a snake's head. Yeah, I remember. Here it is. I found it on the floor. Must have been jarred loose when he slugged Jim.
9: It's a stone, all right. Well. Looks like Taggart was right after all.
7: Well, well. So you finally wised up to Ralston, huh, Slaughter? Too late, of course. Maybe not, Taggart. Wichita,
10: yeah.
7: you got the grub ready?
10: Packed in the saddlebags. Maybe
7: well, next time you won't interfere when I'm trying to enforce the law. How about the bedrolls, Wichita? All
10: ready. All ready.
7: You're going after him, huh? What do you think? I think there's a couple of things wrong with that idea. Like what? In the first place, you got a poor chance of finding his trail at night in the rain. Rain's letting up. It'll stop soon. I want to be ready to start trailing as soon as it's light. The second thing is wrong is law enforcement is my business, Slaughter, not yours.
9: That's my money he got away with. Yeah,
7: but there's still a matter of that mine payroll he's got stashed away somewhere. <laughs> Now look, it's slaughter. Ain't no sense our being in each other's throats all the time. You crossed me once. It riled me, but I'm willing to let it pass. I figure everybody's entitled to one mistake. Depends on what the mistake is, doesn't it? The point is, we both want Ralston. Now, the smart thing to do is for us to trail him together me and Blackwell, you and Wichita. How about it? All right, Taggart. Good. Good. I'll get word to Blackwell right away. He's on his ranch, out of town ways, up near Crocker Mesa.
10: Well, he ain't a full-time deputy, huh? Yeah,
7: this town can't afford one. I'll send word to him to meet us in the morning. We'll be ready at sunup.
9: That's keeping Blackwell, Taggart.
10: Oh, you will be along any minute, Slaughter. Well, it's been an hour since the rain stopped. We're wasting time. That trail's going to get cold on us, even if we manage to pick it up in the first place. And that ain't going to be easy.
7: Easier than you think, baby. What do you mean, Tucker? I had a talk with Wilkie down at the stable last night. That stolen horse had thrown a shoe off of his left hind hoof. Wilkie didn't have a chance to put a new one on.
9: That'll help some.
7: Oh, here's Blackwell. Uh, sorry I'm late, gents.
9: Busted the cinch strap, saddling up, and had to rig a new one.
7: No harm, Blackwell. Ten minutes isn't gonna make much difference, one way or another. Does to me. All right, gentle down, slaughter. Now, I figure Austin headed south, out of town towards the border. We'll cover that area first. Let's get moving, gents. <laughs>
9: Looks like that was a bum hunch of yours about Ralston headed for the border, Taggart. we have covered every trail leading south out of Tombstone.
1: Well,
7: like I say, Slaughter, everybody's entitled to one mistake. Gotta admit it was logical to reckon he'd be headed straight south.
10: Well, we covered most of the country west of town, too.
7: Well, we'd just keep circling. Maybe he took off to the north. Hold up.
10: Hey.
7: What is it?
9: Over there. Tracks. I'll take a closer look. What
10: about it, Blackwell?
3: Yeah. This is the one we're looking for, all right.
7: No shoe on the left hind hook.
10: Hidden straight west. Yeah.
7: For the San Pedro River. Let's move. <laughs> tracks lead right into the river. Yeah, it's an old trick, but it still works. Probably rode up or downstream a ways, then out on the other side. This trail's gonna be tough to find again over there. That's pretty rocky ground. So I see. When we do pick it up again, I'll bet it turns south. I still think he's heading for the border.
9: Let's cross and split up. Two upstream, two downstream.
7: Right. Whoever picked that tail on the other
10: side fired two shots. Right. Gang, if I can figure a fellow like Ralston out, Slaughter, I sure never figure he'd take this way of paying me back for everything you've done for him.
9: Hold it here, Wichita. What's the matter? Let Teggart and Blackwell get out of sight around that bend. Hmm. Now let's get back to the riverbank.
10: I don't get it, Slaughter.
9: Not gonna look for tracks on the other side of the river. We're gonna look for them on this side.
10: I still don't know what you.
9: Get off your horse. Now take a look, a close look at those tracks we've been trailing with down. Well?
10: There's a little dry dirt in the bottom of each one.
9: Yeah. It was raining last night when Ralston's supposed to have stolen our money and the horse and made his getaway.
10: Yeah, rain stopped about an hour before sunup.
9: And these tracks were made after it stopped raining. That's why you see dry dirt where the hooves cut through the wet.
10: Wait a minute. You, you mean somebody rigged this trail to lead us on a wild goose chase?
9: It's just what we're going to find out. <laughs> We worked our way along the riverbank. Half a mile upstream, we picked up the tracks coming back out of the river and circling. We followed them, headed northwest. Twenty minutes later, we came over a rise and spotted a small ranch house in the hollow below. The only sign of life was a few buzzards clustered on a mound in a little gully behind the ranch. We left our horses concealed and worked our way down the slope under cover. Buzzards reluctantly took flight. We saw what had been buried in the mound, or what was left of it.
10: Ralston's body.
9: Yeah, whoever stole our cattle money busted Ralston out of jail, forced him out here, and killed him.
10: Yeah. Question is, who done it? Whose ranch is this?
9: See over there to the right. It's Crocker's Mesa.
10: Crocker's Mesa. Taggart said Blackwell had a ranch near Crocker's Mesa, so Blackwell's our man. Looks like it. Well. <laughs> We we better get back to that ranch house before Blackwell gets back.
9: Might be too late. If they figure we tumbled to the fake trail, they could circle back here to the ranch ahead of us. They? You mean Taggart too? We'll soon find out. Keep down as much as you can. We'll circle around the corral There's
10: here. There's and... Taggart on the porch with a rifle. Get down.
9: That <laughs> didn't see a question about Taggart.
10: Sure does.
9: No doubt about it. They're in it together.
10: There he goes, inside the house.
9: We gotta bust him out of that house somehow. Wait a minute. That wagon there beside the corral. Yeah. When I get the word, we'll head for it. Get behind it. Yeah, right. Now.
10: <coughs> well, Where now? Well,
9: the ground slopes down to the house from here. Let's get this wagon moving. It'll cover us. Now. Shout! 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 Stay close behind it. Be ready to shoot when it hits.
10: She's heading right from the house. Stay low. Yeah, yeah, sure will. There she goes. Come on, fast. Yeah, there's Blackball at the window. I'll get him. Oh! Hold it, Tiger. Drop your gun. Drop it.
7: All right, Slaughter. All right, don't try it. Hey!
10: My, my, he took a little convincing.
9: Where's the money, Blackwell? Where is it? Uh, uh, under a loose
2: board in the, in the floor. Loose board. I got it.
10: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's our cattle money, all right. And the mine payroll.
9: Well, I guess that's that.
10: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Slaughter, appears to me you was taking quite a chance. Just winging Blackwell and knocking out Taggart instead of gunning them down. You don't owe them no favors. I
9: wasn't doing them any favor, Wichita. I was just saving them.
10: Saving them? For what?
9: The citizen's of tombstone.
8: Luke Slaughter of Tombstone, starring Sam Buffington, written by Robert Stanley with editorial supervision by Tom Hanley and directed by William N. Robeson. Supporting Mr. Buffington were Junius Matthews, Sam Edwards, Vic Perrin, Lawrence Dobkin, Jack Moyles, and Frank Gerstle. Next week at this time, we return with... Slaughter's the name. Luke
9: Slaughter. When we meet up again, you can call me that. Luke Slaughter.
8: Special score for Luke Slaughter was composed and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. Stay tuned now for Frontier Gentlemen, following immediately on most of these same stations of the CBS radio network.
0: That's the Relic Radio Show for this week. If you want to find more from Big Town, Luke Slaughter, past episodes of the Relic Radio Show, all the other podcasts, thousands of other old-time radio episodes, and our shoutcast stream, just visit the website relicradio.com. While you're there, if you'd like to help support us, help keep this and all of the shows coming every week, visit donate.relicradio.com or click on one of the links on the website. Our support has made it all happy for 15 years. Thank you for that. Thanks for joining me today back next Tuesday with another hour of the Relic Radio Show.